With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's episode 206 of The Backwash. Disturbing childhood songs, disturbing date behavior, and disturbing dad behavior. <laughs> it's The Backwash. Transmission has terminated. No. No. It's time for an exclusive after-show podcast. The DSC presents the Backwash Podcast. So I heard Sarah walking out of here kind of going, hi, hi, hi. Which reminds me of the song that goes, ay, 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 your mother licks bad come off cave walls. Da, da, and, then, and I can't remember the rest. What? Do, do any of you ladies know that? Uh... No. Do you expect us? Do you expect us to know this more? Do you I do. Us, do you expect us to have ever heard this? Yes. Where the hell would we have heard that? In a parking lot, lying on your back, looking at <laughs> penis clouds while you've had a fifth of uh, scotch. So I can't tequila. remember stuff after that. No. I googled. Okay. I see your grandma licks bat-ish <gasps> off cave walls. Okay. Oh yeah, because you, you can't say uh, you have to edit yourself on the podcast. I don't. I prefer to try to limit. I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> Your sister licks batten off cave walls. Okay. Oh my god. Is it shit or cum? Shit. Oh, that's awful. And then your mother licks moose cum off pine cones. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what, what? this is. It sounds like Why? a hideous song. Why would you know? Does it have a title, Emily? Is there an actual thing for this? I don't know. I. I googled I yai yai your mother looks back come off of what? cave walls. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. And it's uh the first one came up uh Lord Garrick of Odershag's body book body song book. Okay. Oh. Another one is Rodriguez the Mexican pervert singing a half hash house thing. I don't I don't oh, know what I'm that? How does that go? <laughs> He says, your father gets cum in his mustache, your mother swims out after tr- troops trips, your sister licks back shit off of cave walls. Well, I don't, I don't know, boy. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this no. song in my life. You don't know any of the, the dirty songs that you, that went around as kids? We didn't, I didn't sing dirty songs. Oh my God, that's not from our childhood. <laughs> but yeah. No. Well, I don't mean that it was something you learned in preschool, but maybe like junior high or something. Mm-mm. No, it's not the crowd I rolled oh with. Oh yeah, they didn't sing Mm-mm. dirty limericks. I've never met anyone quite like you until I met you, Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> or the things you know. Right? <laughs> Walking through the jungle with my dick in my hand, I said, pardon me, ladies, I'm a jungle man. You know, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> you don't you know that one? really so quickly because you know it's a really uh. <laughs> filthy song. I wonder if this would turn you off, boy, or be a deal breaker for you. It was reminding me earlier on the show we were talking about. There was something about. uh... (laughs) Was she not not done? No, he's not done. Then there was something about. He just winds up. Jacked off and fucked the other two, and I can't remember the the 
how that one goes. It, what's our email address? What is it? I'm not giving it's it out for this. DSCbackwash no. at gmail.com. <laughs> You're just going to get a bunch of dirty li- song lyrics <laughs> in the inbox now. <laughs> what the fuck was it? They backed off, jacked off, and fucked the other two. I can't remember that one. By oh, all means, darn. just keep repeating it until you that. do remember. Well, I'm hoping that somebody who is listening will uh, rem- will remember these. Um, I feel so. B- I wonder if our IT like sees our Google searches because right. I well, if they did, I wouldn't have a job anymore. So yeah. they must not scrutinize <laughs> it. I like classy songs like "Give Me That Nut" by Easy. Give me that 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 <laughs> nut. So good. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, that's. Do you know the lyrics to "What Ass Pussy Boy"? Um. <laughs> God, when Dave said that the other day, I about died. <laughs> oh my God! Casey Dave. Jones was a son of a bitch. Drove his train through a thirty-foot ditch. <laughs> he's not. He's not done. Came on out with his dick in his hand. He said, "Listen, ladies, I'm a hell of a man. Went into town and lined up a hundred. Swore up and down he'd fucked everyone. Fucked ninety-eight till his balls turned blue. Then he backed off, jacked off, and fucked the other two. Okay, thank you." I thought that was what I remembered. Something like that. This is good for you as it wasn't for us. <laughs> ah. <sighs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. How are you doing? Um, we were talking about, you know, people puking on first dates, peeing Ugh. in beds on first dates and all this stuff. So the only this wasn't a f- well, it wasn't a first date, but it was the first time I went home with the guy. And I wonder if it was a, would it, is it a deal breaker for you, boy, or you do not care? Um, I was so wasted. I had to pee, and I couldn't find the light switch in the bathroom. Oh. Oh, <laughs> there were no windows or anything. You know, so it was like pitch black. And so I couldn't find the toilet either. Jesus. <laughs> and I was feeling around. <laughs> and <clears throat> there wasn't like a bathtub or anything. So I think. If I remember correctly, I just got up into the sink and then just peed in the sink. When you go in the shower, I couldn't find anything, Emily. I well, couldn't find a goddamn thing. You know, a gentleman just, will take the dishes out of the sink before he pees in it. So uh, I hope that yeah, you did the same. I think I've I've walked. Me and Chavin only have one bathroom in our little place, and I've been using the bathroom to walk out to him peeing in the kitchen sink. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? I had to pee. I was like, I was, I, I was peeing. So <laughs> you couldn't have just waited. That's not cool. Or like, hey, I have to pee, and I. Uh, yeah. Oh my but god! I don't think guys. Yeah, I think guys would pee in kitchen and bathroom sinks. I don't really care about it. As long as you maybe rinsed it out. I did not rinse it out. Oh, okay. You just left it sit there. I tried not to say anything and hide it, pretend he would not know. Well, did you would you ha- wash your hands. No, I was wasted. Oh. I didn't do anything. I was so drunk, you guys. That, I that might be the biggest killer that. for me. That <laughs> might be the biggest killer. She didn't wash her hands. Like, did you find toilet paper? Hell no, I couldn't find anything. Oh, man. I mean, I had pants on, so it wasn't a skirt or dress that it was, you know, air drying under there. Oh. But, <laughs> nope. It was just all we got. Sarah and her raw, raw, rawness. Oh, Jesus. You ever think about your kids going to have the same stories to tell that you did? I'm terrified of that. I'm hoping Robert will learn from our mistakes and maybe be better. But there's always that saying. Why, are you going to share your mistakes with him? 
when when he gets older. So, do you think you're better than your parents? No. <laughs> right? Because every every parent wants their child to be just a little bit better than they were. My parents grew up in the uh, 80s. My mom had me when she was like 19. And they were, you know, my, yeah, no. You don't think she pissed I, We were way better. And... <laughs> no, she, for, yeah, we were, I'm way better than my parents were. Barfed so. in a few Oldsmobiles and kicked oh, the windows out of a Buick Apollo while she was getting boned in the back. Okay. No, you don't think so? I, I I don't want to speculate about what my mom was getting boned in the back of, but... <laughs> I yeah. mean, every generation thinks they were the first one to invent the blowjob or something, but... I don't think that's I mean, true. people have been I had, sticking dicks yeah. where they don't belong for centuries. I had younger parents who were just those kind of parents who they, they knew. They weren't, they weren't stupid because they had just been kids, you know, so they knew when I was... I, how I would get in trouble, how I would sneak out. When I was, they knew I was lying. They they were just on top of everything because they weren't those, you know, they were bad when they were kids, so they knew how other, mm. how kids would be bad. So I didn't get away with thought. I was constantly caught and getting, but you know, I was just caught going to parties when I shouldn't have been going to parties and puking in trucks when I shouldn't have been puking in trucks. Well, what, how did, <laughs> would you get in trouble? Would they ground you? Would they take stuff away? Um... You know, I'd get, you know, stern lectures, which I hated growing up. I I would get really upset when I was disappointed. But yeah, grounded, phone taken away, uh, not allowed out of the house for a while. That night that I threw up in the truck, actually. And you were a sophomore. I I was a sophomore. So which would have put you at 16? Yeah, 15, 16. It was my first, like, real party. And the guy who I went with was a senior, so he was older, and he had come pick me up at the house, and he met my parents, and I think he gave my parents his phone number, so he had their number. Like, he was a super gentleman, so my parents were, like, super, like, cool with me going out with him because he was just a really good guy. And as we're at the party and I'm just wasted, I had butt-dialed my dad. <gasps> oh! God. And the no. conversation, luckily my mom picked up the phone and not my dad. <laughs> and luckily she just hears, and this is when Gavin's trying to wrangle me to leave. Hey, I think we should go. No, I don't want to go. I'm staying. That that whole conversation, my mom was listening. And then we're all partying and Gavin just keeps shouting, hey, 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 what, what's this number? And he rattles off this number and I just, my stomach drops. I'm like, that's my dad. And so he answers and like runs out of the house and then he comes back in. He's like, it was your mom. She said that you need to, you need to go home. You, you called her, you butt dialed her. He answered like, that is brave right there for a guy to actually not just hang up and and be like, oh my God, you deal with this for him to actually take the call and run outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't let chapstick hear me sticking up for this guy. Yeah. Good guy. And so he, so my mom knew what was coming home. Right. What, what, what Gavin was bringing home. And so she was kind of prepared for that. Disaster, but yeah, on the drive home, I just puked right on his truck window. <laughs> really gross. God damn it! I uh. and we still dated for a while afterwards. So. <laughs> That's because you got the pussy. And then I broke up with him <laughs> to date Jason. <laughs> God, oh. See, that's the thing, guys. Ah, chicks will go. Just fucking get rid of him. There'll be another one along in a minute. But guys are, you know, they're a little more beholden to the golden triangle. So. I keep 
When you when you're a chick, I think you he can... means the WAP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Look the... at you! Kids are calling it now. Is that right? Boyer's okay. the WAP. <laughs> we do understanding Boyer's secret language now, Anna. <laughs> and is she saying ass pussy? Because yes, uh, or is it wet ass? Yeah, pussy. Or is it oh my wet God. ass pussy? Um. Jesus. I think her inflection, her inflection is wet ass pussy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a post the other day saying, last year they were taking off Baby It's Cold Outside. This year, WAP is the number one song in America. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good point. Oh. We live in a really fucked up society. Mm-hmm. And they play it and they play it on the radio, which I just don't get. Like, it is literally, like, whatever, three and a half, four minutes of just I skips. I actually like, don't know if I've ever heard it. Like, there's just so much foul. Like, I just don't know why they even try playing it on the radio. Because there's just, they have to bleep out everything. Mm. Like, every other word is bleeped out. <laughs> and so, I heard it the other day on the radio, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm trying to think of the bad radio edits we had when I was a kid. Uh, Charlie Daniels Band. Had them all out there uh, stepping and fetching like their heads was on fire and their asses was catching. Oh, you can't say asses on the radio. <laughs> so they would cut that out. Yeah, my parents banned me from my favorite radio station because they played Will Smith. You saw my blinker, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they didn't bleep out bitch? Yeah. And my parents <laughs> like, you are not listening to this radio station any longer. Oh, my God. I had on, what did I have? I had something. Some random playlist the other day going on the iHeartRadio app, and um, Will Smith came on getting jiggy with it, and Shane was with me, my eight-year-old, and I was like, Shane, listen to this, and I just was like, you know what? I used to love Will Smith. Like, Will mm-hmm. Smith was uh, fun. Was so fun, and his songs were so fucking catchy and so Men in black. Good. Men in ba- uh, yeah. black in the wild, wild west, and like, yeah. summer, summer, summertime. Like, ah. Uh! I just had this like whole like flashback with Will Smith, and I was like, "That was good-ish, man." <laughs> and then Shane asked me to turn it. Apparently, it didn't. Aww. Aww. Right now, and I was like, "No." <laughs> Eric gets a lot of time with Colt in the mornings, obviously. So they watch a lot of YouTube videos of a lot of rock and roll. Um, so he's learned like how to sing "Balls to the Wall." But one morning, they were on a Michael Jackson kick. And so he thought it would be cute to teach him how to like do some Michael Jackson moves. And one of them is a crotch grab. And so now he just runs around the house going, look, and he grabs his crotch and thrusts his hips and say, says, daddy taught me this. I'm like, you've got to undo that somehow. Oh. The kid who, stiff, oh, who stuffs food in his dick uh-huh. is now doing a crotch grab. <laughs> and, and, and what is the mentality of somebody who thinks... My son sticks rice in his foreskin. I'm going to teach him how to do the the dick grab move. Oh. This is a this is a good logical progression. The young man isn't focused on his penis enough. They were having fun listening to music and yeah. imitating the dancing. Okay, and there wasn't that much of a deep psychological dive thought process <laughs> into it. Plus, he hasn't shoved anything in that area in a while. So. That you know We've about. moved on. <laughs> I mean, he's he's very rarely alone. <laughs> oh, man. It just figures they always remember the one thing. The one thing. Right. That's like the least favorable one. Uh-huh. But, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Mm. Uh, I just, I'm at least grateful that he says, Daddy taught me this. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Give your dad all the credit on that one. <laughs> stop. Make it stop. I don't know. I just, I like rap songs that tell a story. Yes, Boyer. Like Young MC, Bust a Move. Yep, that's a good one. I know. Uh, <laughs> you have like three songs. There are three songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually love, love, love Gangster Up, but then when I now I'm older and listen to the lyrics, I'm like, oh, this isn't really. <laughs> you used to sing like it. Best, man. We'd get in Emily's car to go to lunch. And she would turn up the loudest, most obnoxious, most ass-fucking gangster rap song, and she knew all of the lyrics and, he, and all he, of the inflections. He bought me a subwoofer one year for Christmas. Boyer did, so I had this like loud thumping sound system and a little teeny tiny hatchback. Amazing. So I mean, part of it was for sport. It was fun to torture Boyer with it. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, the one time I got busted because I, too, had a bitchin' subwoofer in my car at the time. This is many years ago. And we had a Christmas prize exchange. And uh, Rich Barra got me the Parliament's Greatest Hits. And uh, we decided we'd go to breakfast at the original Pancake House. Mm-hmm. So I had flashlight on in the GTI just fucking blasting it as loud as possible and we pull up and I leave the thing on and Rich Bear and I are singing in the car and uh, a black guy drives up beside us and gets out and I just line like I'm mortified and I said I am so sorry and he said that's all right, man sometimes I cruise to the ghetto with John Denver at 10 man he says have a great time it was awesome Yes, that's it. Fashion. Neon lights. Come on. Did you forget everything? <laughs> yes, of course. Play, put it on the big stereo. Put it on the big stereo. Let all of us hear it. God damn it. This is a song. Thank you. Take you back, Boyer? It does. To the original Pancake House in December 1993. Oh. Okay, I don't know enough, though. Why did you have to apologize to the guy? Because, I mean, we're listening to, uh, like, what people might say is his music. Oh, boy, Uh, Boyer. Well, as as a, yeah. It's like, what are you white kids doing listening to Parliament? That's funk. So some might have accused us of cultural misappropriation. I think you're putting a, a lot of projection on yourself right now or on him, uh, assuming he would take issue with it. I apologized, and he... I don't know that told, he needed that. I, well, he was uh, kind enough to tell us about uh, his love of John Denver. So <laughs> it was a fantastic uh, opportunity for us all to have... Uh, exchanged a moment of brilliance, <laughs> kindness, and friendship uh, at the holiday season, and it was a delight. Well, one time my dad picked me up in his <laughs> old school Volkswagen Bug, right? Mm-hmm. And it was—he had the biggest sound system in this little blue Bug, and he picked me up from I think it was sixth grade camp, 
and he it was down at the stadium where the bus has dropped us off and he comes barreling in in this bug blasting brass monkey yes. by the bc board <laughs> and the whole car shakes and you heard and everyone's looking at this bug is and he just like skirts in and everyone's like whose dad is that whose dad is that and then he gets up and he goes ah here oh god and then I had to walk over and get in the car. And I was like, did you have to do that? And he goes, yes. Ah. <laughs> yes, I did. What a guy. Uh-huh. And then went out, still blaring, brass monkey. Very, I mean, it would cause like your head to shake. That car was so little and that system he had in the back of it was so big. And he parked as far away as possible to give you the maximum amount of walk time of shame as you carried your American tourister suitcase. Into the uh, into the car to be driven home. Yep, and then of course it took a minute to get the luggage in. Still blaring it. Of course. Oh. What's it like owning a punch buggy? Because every time you see one, you have to punch someone. What's it like owning one? It's a slug bug. Yeah, we didn't. I think I don't really remember much of it after that. You know, fifth or sixth grade camping trip. Because then he then he got a then he had a Camaro for a while, so he just had a bunch of different cars, but. It was just like, it doesn't look anything like the, you know, bugs you see now. It was just like super tiny and it had mm-hmm. like, you load the stuff, like the trunk is in the front, mm-hmm. which was really weird. I just remember that. But it was like, I mean. He, oh, the, the ones now look weird. I think those old school ones are. Yeah. are I, I mean, mean, not that a punch buggy. Could he be used, cool, but the we ones. used to sit in the <laughs> car seat in between the two, uh, in the back, in between the two speakers for the sound system. Safe. Yeah. Whoa! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad loved his punch buggy. <laughs> was it a Baja or anything cool like that? I don't Cal know. Would she know? I just remember asked. it was blue. Right. <laughs> she gave you exactly. all the details of it she knew. <laughs> Maybe like early, like mid-70s Beetle. It was just, I just remember it was old school. I've already lost my interest. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) In the 70s, it's your favorite decade. Keep talking. And then he had like a 78 Camaro. That's the extent of what I know. Sorry. What color was the Camaro? The Camaro was brown. Oh. And it had those weird things on the back. The like, (laughs) I don't know. It was just weird. And it was like a convertible, but not. It like had like a strip in the middle. Oh, it had T-tops. There you go. T-top Camaro, was it a Z28? Yes. Uh, it was a Z28. Oh, my God, how do you know that? <laughs> I, remember the, I remember the red little emblem that yeah. said Z28 on the side. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, Chevrolet RPO code. GM had the regular production oh, options, and they were usually uh, designated with a three-letter alphanumeric code. Oh, my God. Uh, GM just said, well, we'll call this one the Z28. Yep. And in 1967, the first year of the Camaro and of the Z28, they made about 502 of those to classify them for Trans Am racing. It had a 302 motor, a four-speed, and a uh, radio and heater delete credit on those. They were strictly for racing. And a good one now will probably fetch uh, $150,000, $250,000, depending on its pedigree. That was the longest sentence ever. You didn't even stop to take a breath in any of that. Oh, my God. And I knew you could relate. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought it was ugly, so sorry. (laughs) You've been listening to the DSC Backwash Podcast. Uncut and uncensored. Exclusively online on 1015kgb.com. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.